0: Anand Menon is the Director of the UK in a Changing Europe and Professor of European Politics and Foreign Affairs at King's College in London. He joins me. Welcome to RN Breakfast. Hi, good morning. Well, it's a dramatic t- uh, offer for from uh, Theresa May. She's offered her job as a last-ditch attempt to persuade her colleagues to back that Brexit deal of hers. Are you surprised it's come to this?
1: Uh, I I mean, it's surprising that she's done it because her sort of defining feature today has been her stubbornness. But I think basically this just goes to show it was the only card she had left to play. She's tried everything else. She's thrown the kitchen sink at trying to get this deal through and has failed. Uh, the, the, The remarkable thing is that even though she has made this pledge today, it remains unclear that she can get the deal through because we were expecting a statement from the... Northern Irish Democratic Unionist party this evening, and that statement hasn't come. So we wait to see what they will say because they are key to this.
0: And what about the Eurosceptics in her party? Have they said anything yet? Uh,
1: There have been uh, the odd sort of secondhand quoted remark. Uh, Sky are reporting that Boris Johnson, the former Foreign Secretary, says he will now support Theresa May's deal. Uh, I mean, at one level, I think your listeners have a right to be curious and to ask... If they're going to back this deal now, why couldn't they back it before? Because it's exactly the same deal either way. Why would they make all these principled arguments against this deal and now have changed their minds? Well, the answer is, I think, twofold. One, because a lot of the fears about the withdrawal deal were nothing to do with withdrawal, but about Theresa May negotiating the trade deal in the future. And secondly, there are a whole number of Conservative MPs who are thinking in terms of their own leadership ambitions as much as the interests of the country.
0: Well, you, you mentioned one of them, Boris Johnson. Is he behind this? Is this his chance of taking 10 Downing Street?
1: Well, as to whether he's behind it, no, because there was a massive sort of surge of opinion in the Parliamentary Conservative Party that they wanted the Prime Minister to go. She's alienated a huge number of her MPs, even those who notionally supported her are now saying she needs to go. Whether it's Mr Johnson's chance, I don't know. There is still a lingering doubt as to whether he can get the support he needs amongst his colleagues, MPs. Remember, for the Conservative Party leadership, the voting takes place in two phases. MPs keep voting till they whittle down the candidates to... two. Uh, And after that, the, the two candidates go forward to the party members. There's very little doubt that Mr Johnson is extremely popular among party members. He's significantly less popular amongst his colleagues, I think.
0: So just going back to Theresa May's offer here to resign, there have been extracts of her speech that have been made public. Of course, it was a closed meeting of her Conservative MPs. She says, I am prepared to leave this job earlier than I intended in order to do what is right for our country and our party. Is this a case of her putting the national interest ahead of her personal interest?
1: Uh, yeah, quite possibly. There's, yeah, I think there's. I mean, who knows what's inside her head? I mean, you know, you can you can understand why she would want to step down from this job because she's had a pretty miserable time for quite a you know a couple of years now. It must be a really stressful, unrewarding job because she keeps getting setbacks after setback. Mm. Uh, but I think the one thing about Theresa May is she has got a very very strong sense of duty, and I don't think there's any doubt that she has clung on thinking that it's her duty to get the nation over the line when it comes to Brexit. Whether she will or not remains to be seen. But I do think, you know, she has been determined to get the job done, which in itself is, I think, a a great asset, but not by itself enough to make a good prime minister.
0: And how quickly would you expect this to happen? I think there's some sort of report that this third vote might be on Friday.
1: Uh, The third vote could be on Friday. There's been yet another spanner thrown in the works by the Speaker of the House of Commons, John Burker, who has said again today they can't just bring the same deal back. So I think government uh, lawyers and spin doctors in number 10 are currently trying to ponder ways in which they can make the same deal, not the same deal, to get it in front (laughs) of Parliament again. But the government has asked – that parliament be prepared to sit on friday so it is possible it comes back on friday if they don't come up with a wheeze to get it past the speaker on friday i imagine it'll be next week
0: it, it, it's friday is not a scheduled sitting day but they could bring them back that's right is that
1: well no absolutely and they've passed the requisite uh procedural motion in the house i think today or they're going to tomorrow to allow them to sit on friday if needs be
0: all right and then so in the meantime. There's going to be a series of indicative votes. These are non-binding votes in Parliament um, starting well, today. Um, the last count I saw for the options, uh, including Theresa May's deal, was eight. Of course, we don't have time to go through each of these, but can you explain this process that's unfolding today?
1: Well, it's slightly better than that. It's eight not including her deal, so it's <laughs> nine in total. Uh, Uh, And they range from uh, some that are saying, you know, we should consider revoking Article 50, i.e. just staying in the European Union. Others that say whatever deal we pass, we should have a referendum on that deal between that deal and remain before we make any decisions. There are others that are more detailed saying we want this sort of Brexit or that sort of Brexit. So every possible sort of Brexit option is represented there in some way or another. And the point of these votes is because Parliament hasn't voted for the Prime Minister's deal, we want to get a sense of whether or not there is a potential majority for anything else. But because of the way this is being voted on, indicative votes, that's to say MPs just ticker or cross the options they like or don't like on a bit of paper. Uh, some are going to try and game the system. And I'd be very surprised if anything came out of this with an actual majority.
0: OK, then. So really what we are talking about is is the play for uh, Theresa May's deal for potentially Friday.
1: Well, potentially, yes. I mean, you know, Parliament has surprised us quite frequently over the last few weeks. It might do so again. You might not get something with a majority of 320 MPs. You might get something that's a clear front runner. Uh, But I think the hope for the Prime Minister is that actually Parliament, having complained about her handling of this process for so long, then itself fails this evening to come up with a clear majority in favour of anything, which then I think puts her in a position to come back to them and say, look, You had a chance. You took over control of the agenda of Parliament for a day. All you've done is confuse things further. There's obviously nothing you can agree on. So why don't we just vote my deal through? And she will hope that that plus her promise to go will be enough.
0: And of course, despite this dramatic offer, it's still uncertain when or even if the UK is going to leave the European Union, of course.
1: Well, absolutely, because you know Parliament Parliament has voted to leave, and under the law, we should leave on the on the 12th of April. There are still some MPs in Parliament who want to stop Brexit, who want to either have a very long delay of up to a couple of years, and in that time, have a referendum on remaining within the European Union. And even if we leave, what is what remains completely and utterly opaque. Is what sort of deal we will get with the European Union that governs our future trading relationship because that negotiation hasn't even begun yet?
0: It's all very confusing, and we'll continue to watch it <laughs> unfold closely. <laughs> My Anan, pleasure. thank you so much for your time today. Have a good day. Anand Menon is the Director of UK in a Changing Europe and Professor of European Politics and Foreign Affairs at King's College in London.